a blessed place to be in his hands. Amen, amen. Let's just bow our heads together. We would go to him in prayer. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for all that you've done in our lives. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. Lord, we just give you thanks. Thank you for this opportunity we can come together, Lord, and worship you around your throne and sing of the wondrous love of Jesus. Lord, sing of how that you've taken care of us along the way and you've provided every step of the way. Lord, we're so thankful, Father, that we can depend upon you, Lord, knowing your word will never fail. Lord, we commit this service in your hands, Lord, everything that will be said and done. God, that you'll help us, Father. Lord, if we've done anything that would hinder you, forgive. Wash us, Lord, we pray. Lord, fill our hearts with your spirit, Lord, every fiber, Father. Lord, if there's something we haven't given to you, Lord, we want to surrender that today, Lord. Give ourselves to a wonderful God. We love you now and we appreciate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's just turn our Bibles to a very, very familiar scripture. No doubt we could just quote it by heart tonight. But Hebrews 13 and 8. It says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I want to just look upon the word the same and, and, and look at the same power that we have today. Because Brother Branham would say he's the same in every detail, except for his corporal body. He's not the same as, a, as one man walking on the shores of Galilee, but he's walking in men and women. Amen. And so, uh, but just, just looking at this for a moment, as we look here at the same, it's the identical it's identical with what is about to be. It's identical, though having different names. This is what the same means out of your dictionary. It's unchanged in character. It's the same person. It's identical. Amen. So we'll let you be seated. I just want to speak to you about a promise that we have in this hour, and that is the same power. Is in us that it was in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And we first want to just read a, read a scripture or a quote here. Brother Branham speaking. He says, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever? He says, do you believe that solemnly? Is he the same in principle, the same in power, the same power that he once had, the same compassion that he once had? If he was here, which he is today, would he act just exactly like he did when he was here before? Or do you think after 2,000 years, he's gotten a little wiser, a little smarter, or knows how to make a church different or make a church better? And if he was, he'd have to apologize to on what he did at the first church. So he makes him a different, so does he make him a different church for the last age? Would that be his idea? Not if he's the same. Amen. He has the same ideas. He has the same thoughts. He has the same everything for he's God and he cannot change. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So he has to have the same ideas, the same principles, the same power, the same church. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
And we can also look in Revelations and we can read about the seven spirits of God. And we know the prophet of God taught us that it's not seven different spirits, but it's the seven manifestation of the same spirit of God. It's the same God working now as we've been taught down through the seven church ages. And he's always acting the same. He's always is the same. He's in the seven, seven messenger. It was the same spirit that anointed each messenger. It was the same God who led each messenger to the truth that they were led to. It was the same God that led, that led us in this days, the same God that led Luther to, justif- uh, to ju- justification and Wesley to sanctification and, and led the Pentecostal ch- uh, Azusa Street into the return of the gifts and things. It was the same God. It was a, God manifested himself with the same power and the same vindication. And he's going to show that as, as the dead in Christ rise, we'll see a bride out of every church age. Amen. Amen. Because the spirit of God was there to call out the bride and not only just call them out, but to bring them to a place that they could have a change in their body. And so we see the churches, if it's the true church, it'll have the very same spirit. It'll have the very same word. It'll have the very same acts. It'll do the same thing, the acts of power that they had at Pentecost. By experience, it'll be a Pentecostal church. Amen. By experience, it'll be a Pentecostal church. There will be tongues. There'll be interpretations. There'll be prophecies and healings. And I I can say with a surety, we have seen that in our own assembly here. We've seen God manifest himself just as he did back years ago and uh, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. God is moving the same today as he did yesterday. He is the same God. He has the same power. He has the same vindication. He has the same glory. He has the same healings. He has the same deliverances. He has the same signs. He has the same wonders. He is the same. Amen. And so he's, he's here today. God will be, amen, he says, in the midst of her. Hallelujah. We can say tonight, he has been in the midst of us. We have seen him moving in our midst. We have seen him healing the sick. We have seen him raising the dead. We have seen him bringing the lost among us. We have seen him moving among us. Amen. Because it's the same God with the same power. We've seen the same God that struck the, uh, the apostle down on the road to Damascus and, and changed his name and changed his thought process and changed who he was and, and changed all these things about him and, and set him up as a, not just a murderer and not just a, uh, all the things that he was doing and guilty of, but so changed him to be the first church age messenger. He's the same God today. We've seen God take hearts and lives that were headed down the wrong path. We're going on their way to destruction, going on their way down to hell. Amen. Going on their way to the wrong way. And God, rich in mercy, a light shine upon them. And it changed them. It's the same God with the same power, with the same vindication. Hallelujah. It's the same God moving in his people. God will be in the midst of her. Hallelujah. And God will declare himself in the midst of her as he always has. How many can say, I've seen God declare he's here? Hallelujah. I've seen God declare he is the same. I've seen God declare that he's not dead, but he's alive. I've seen God declare that he is risen and he's not in a tomb somewhere, but it is an empty tomb today. And he has the same power, the same life, the same vindication. Hallelujah. God will declare himself in the midst of her. 
Amen. God, as when God went down there with Moses, it wasn't Moses, it was God. Amen. When God, when God uses you, it's not you, it's God. Amen. When God used a man in our day, it wasn't him, it was God. Amen. God came on the scene. He said, I will send an angel before thee. We've been speaking on that. I will send and I will send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way. And I will bring thee to the place that I have prepared. Hallelujah. That's a promise right there. He's not going to bring you so far and drop you off somewhere and say, I don't have enough power to take you all the way. He's not going to just bring you to justification or, or just to sanctification. He will bring you all the way. Hallelujah. It is that when the children of Israel seen his angel, he was a pillar of fire. Is that right? Amen. He was visible among them. And he's the same God today. He said, I'm just as old-fashioned enough to believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's the same God with the same power. And when he appeared back there first, he was a whirlwind in a bush. He was a fire in a bush. And he said, I come as Moses of old to tell you not to follow me, but follow Christ. Hey, believe him. He's here. He's here to heal all the sick and the needy. Do you believe that? I believe he's here to heal those who have need of him. To save those who are lost. To send them out to be soul winners, to preach the gospel. How marvelous he is. In the old days, God told Moses, now you go. I send an angel, but you go. And, you, and he will keep the way. And I'll bring you in the place I've prepared. Obey his voice. The angel was the angel of the covenant, which was Christ Jesus. And the people, many of them did not believe it. Those who did not believe, they perished. Those who did not see it, they perished. But those who believed went on to the promised land. Hallelujah. And the men who reject the light went in total darkness. The men who rejected it, you can see Pharaoh, he rejected the light. And he goes into total darkness. And here he was. He did not have nothing to do no more with the Israelites. He said, get out of here. And he said, men who harden their heart against the light, they will walk in darkness. Amen. If you refuse to believe God is a healer, you'll never be healed. If you refuse to believe God's a deliverer, you'll never be delivered. Amen. I'm talking about for you. <laughs> we can always see God's a deliverer because we can't. I, I mean, if you've seen God at all, you cannot deny that. But the, the, what God wants you to do or to come to the moment that you can believe it's for you. Right. Amen. He said, see, time's up. He said, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus, please get to me. Listen to me right now. What am I trying to say? That God who came out of the old days. Oh, my he came out of the old days, and he led the church of God out of Egypt, the bond, and out of the bondage into freedom, has come again in the same manner yes. to lead his church spiritual out of bondage of sin first by the Holy Spirit, Amen. out of sickness second, and the third step is to go into glory. Hallelujah. Take this mortal and make it immortality and transfigure the human body and transform them into the perfect image of Jesus Christ. Brother Branham one time was led down a street. It was a plane he was on. It was taken down because of some storms. And you know the story of how he walked out to go mail some letters and the Spirit of the Lord just spoke to him and said, keep on walking. 
Said he turned down, and he said, go down this way, and he went down this way, and on down. Said he's walking down in this little neighborhood, and he said he walked by, and there was this little black lady leaning on a fence. Said he come walking by, and he was just whistling a song or something and singing, and she goes, howdy, parson. He stopped, and he said, how'd you know I was a parson? She said, because this morning... I was praying, and I said, Lord, she said, and there's my son, he's dying, and Lord gave him to him, but he, he, he didn't live right, and he, connected, he contacted some venereal disease, and he's dying. Right. said, I was, I was crying to the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm like your Shunammite woman. Where's your Elijah? Yeah. And here he came down, and, and Brother Brandon, speaking of this, he says, now, the same Holy Spirit that led her out there. It's the same Holy Spirit that led me down there. And the same Holy Spirit, it's the same Holy Spirit that led Simeon in the temple has led you here tonight. Hallelujah. He said, so be expecting to be healed. Hallelujah. Now the is a time to receive it and let God heal you right now or give you whatever you have need of. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. It's the same God that brought you in here tonight. Amen. The devil didn't bring you here. He knows better. Amen. The devil didn't bring you to this moment. He knows better. He knows if you could ever get in the presence of God, you'll never be the same again. Hallelujah, he knows it's the same power. He's met this power before. He's met this God before. And he knows in 2018, he's still the same God. Hallelujah. Peter said to repent and be baptized and you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this manna, Brother Branham says it like this, for this manna is for your children. For your children, children, to them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. He said, now the middle wall of partition is torn down. And every man, no matter who he is, that wants to be born again, can come into the temple of God. Go down and get to the altar, raise up his hands, and get a mouthful of this manna. Amen. Amen. Not something like it, but the same manna. <laughs> it has the same works. It's the same manner that fell on the day of Pentecost. It has the same works. It has the same ma- I'm not talking about 1906. I'm talking about the day of Pentecost. Acts 2, amen, where the power of God fell into a place and it's so poured in that place that those men and women walked out of there like drunk people. Amen, something had happened to them. It so happened to Peter that he wasn't no more a denier no more. Something changed him on the inside of him. He was humiliated. He was down. He was, all these kind of things and thoughts was going through him. But the Holy Ghost came upon him. It done away with all of that. And he stood up and began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And 3,000 gave their souls to God. Amen. It's the same power. It's the same evidence. the same manifestation. It's the same works. Everything that they had at Pentecost, we can have today. Amen. And there's people who say we can't. There's people who say it's only for another day. The days of the apostles are over with. The very same things they had, we can have today. 
Amen. Amen. These fellows back yonder in this old old armor, they didn't go, they didn't get something that looked like it. They got the original. Hallelujah. I'm glad today we can get the original baptism of the Holy Ghost. We can get the original baptism of the Holy Ghost. Not a church joining. Not a shaking of hands, not a live with the devil and you you just do what you want to and you just be a good boy and you're going to be okay. No, we can have the original manna that fell on the day of Pentecost. We can have the same power in our lives. The power that will make you live above sin. The power that will make you live above cigarettes and unbelief. It will make you live above all of that. It's the same power backed by the same God. Because it's the same Holy Ghost. He hasn't lost power. He's the same. It has the same power, the same signs, the same wonders, the same miracles, the same resurrected Lord Jesus. Woo, my brother, every man or woman that comes into this divine Holy Ghost priesthood has a right. You hear that? Has a right. Has a right to get a genuine heart full. Of the original baptism of the Holy Ghost that fell on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. With the same signs, with the same power. Oh, you say, well, what about it's in the church? No, it's in you. Same demonstration, same feeling, same actions, not something that looks like it, the original. Amen. The Lord said, I'm going to store up a whole lot of this because there are going to be many generations. So, so every time one comes in, I'm going to give them a great big heart full of it. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad there's enough for me. There's enough for my children. There's enough for you tonight. He ain't ran out yet. Hallelujah. Amen. See, look, Peter lost all of his dignity and everything. He jumped up on a soapbox and began to preach. Soapbox preacher. What was it? He had the Holy Ghost. He had eaten of that godly manna. What good is a God of Moses if he isn't a God of today? What good is a God of yesterday, a historical God, if he isn't got the same power today? He's no good. Now, we know that in denominational systems, they have stripped the power of God away from them. We've had people come to our church from some wonderful Baptist members there in that town in Minden come to our church because their church don't no longer believe in healing for the sick. Come here to be prayed for. <laughs> I wouldn't just come here to get prayed for. I'd come here to get out. Yeah, man. Amen. Because if they ain't preaching the same gospel, it ain't the same Jesus Christ. It ain't the same God. It ain't the same as he said he would be. Amen. They got this big, uh, 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 you know, big places. They worship and all those things. And oh, I love Jesus. Listen, you can't get warm by a painted fire. It has to have a life inside of there. I mean, we can go and we can get by this paint of a fire, painting of a fire, and we can just do all, we can go through all the motions, and we, whew, this feels good. My, it's still freezing to death. It's a painted fire. It's not real. Amen, you still have all this, all the coldness on you, the Laodicea. Amen. Deep in your heart, you're down and depressed and lukewarm. Why? Because you've been trying to get hot by a painted fire. 
a, 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 a form of religion, but we ain't got to have just a form of godliness. We've been given the full heartfelt, the full power of the Holy Ghost. The fullness of God has been poured into a people once again. Amen. It ain't no, what good is a historical God? We can, we can stand here tonight and tell all about what he used to do. But what good is it to tell what he used to do if we're not expecting him to do it today? When I tell a testimony of someone getting healed of cancer like our sister Alana right there, I, I'm not telling that of what God used to do. It's what he does today. So if there happened to be a demon of cancer in here tonight, I'm here to tell you, God still heals cancer. Amen. We're not here to tell what God used to do. That's not a testimony. That's not a testimony. That's not what we're doing. We're not glorifying a God of yesterday. We're telling you what he did yesterday is what he will do today. I mean, we don't tell Brother Jeremy's testimony of how God healed a bar, saved a bartender and a drug head. All that. We don't tell that because of what God used to do. We tell it because God, just in case there's one of them here tonight, God can do it today. So change a life to where you can't even find a hint of that thing upon him. That's the power I'm talking about. It don't just change your thought pattern to make, oh, I'm a good person. I'm going to be a good person. No, it changes your whole life. And when the devil comes back, he says, hey, that ain't the same man I used to be. That ain't the same one it used to be. It's all gone now. Hallelujah. That's our God. What good does it do to feed your canary bird vitamins and then keep them in a cage? We won't put, you know, God's so great, but we're going to just put him in this box because he only does certain things today. He only operates in certain ways. God's not limited. Man limits God. David talked about that. Maybe we'll get into it another time, but he talked about that in Psalms. He says how that Israel limited God because of their unbelief. He walks, Jesus was on earth, and he's healing the sick, he's raising the dead, and he goes into the, his own city, and he said they couldn't, he couldn't do those things there because of their unbelief. It didn't mean when he walked into that city, he lost his power. It didn't mean when he come into Laodicea in this 2018, it's over, I ain't got no more power, no. The only thing that limits God is us. And I believe we ought to come expecting God to move. Expecting God to save the lost. Expecting God to turn teenagers' hearts around and change their lives and old people's hearts. Whoever needs it, whatever it is, God, I say pour it out. Don't, don't let me limit you. Don't let me be guilty of limiting you, Lord. I believe that ought to be our cry tonight. Father, don't let me be guilty of limiting you. But whatever you have for this church, whatever you have for my family, pour it out. It does no good to feed it all the vitamins and then just keep it in the cage. What good is bones and good feathers when you won't let them fly? Hey Amen. That's the same way 
He says you're sending preachers away to seminaries and making them polished scholars, and then they come back telling you the days of miracles are past. What? Where'd you get that from? I don't get that from that scripture I just read. Uh Uh-uh. Days of miracles. What good does it do to serve a historical God? We'll run anything if he won't act the same way that, that he was then. He's no good. It's just history. If that's all he is, it's just history. The Mohammeds are just as well off as we are because they got a bunch of history. But their God still lays in the tomb. They're waiting for him to rise. They got, I think, maybe a horse out there or something waiting for him to rise and come riding on this horse. My God's already rose. It's an empty tomb. Amen. It's not a God of history. He said, I thank God that we got a God that lives. Amen. We're not talking about tonight what it used to be. (laughs) It's not just about what it used to be. It's not just about what he will be. But it's about what he is today. He has the same power. He lives just the same as he ever lived. He does the same things that he ever done. For he remains God. He's not a historical God. But he's a God in the time of trouble. He's a very present help at all times. Omnipresent, ever ready on your behalf. Here's a wonderful statement. It says, every promise has the same power of creation behind it. That God's word did at the beginning, if you believe it to be the word of God. Oh, my God. Man, that's like, every promise in this Bible has the same power of creation behind it. What do you think creates a well body? Somebody that believes that's the word of God for them. It's the same word that begins to work on the inside of a body and go against all those organisms and things and is attached and done all that stuff. But what happened, it says, it's just like a seed of a morning glory, the seed of a flower falls into the ground. The seed of corn falls in the ground. First thing comes up is a little sprout. And it goes into a tassel, and the tassel keeps growing until it comes back to the original seed again. That's exactly what the church has done. It's come through all the way through the seven church ages, on through Luther, Wesley, and now back to the original grain again. So if it's the original grain, so what it was at the beginning, it has to be the same, or it's not part of the original. Amen. The sun that rose in the east is the same sun that manifests the same thing in the west. It's the same one. Amen. It's a, the S-O-N that rose is the same one in this hour. The same S-O-N that's manifesting itself again today. It's the same one. It's changed. Amen. It went down through Luther, from Luther down to Wesley, from Wesley to Pentecost and on and on. Changing from glory to glory, producing hidden manna all the time. But now it's ripe. It's back exactly like he was at the beginning. His same ministry. The same Jesus, the same power, the same Holy Ghost. I, I believe we're in a time now that, amen, it's, we're back exactly what it was at the beginning. You believe that tonight? Amen. I, I, you know, just, just thinking about that, 
uh, uh, time just going and grabbing them cigarettes and telling it to, to leave the lady alone and cursing that thing was no different than Paul, uh, uh, John, and the John and those that walked. I can't remember the names right now. John and those that walked down to the gate called Beautiful. And there was a lame man walking there or standing there and said, I rise up and give glory to God. We don't have nothing but what I have, give to thee. And he rose up. It was the same power. There's no other explanation for it. I, it wasn't my power. It wasn't my prayer. It wasn't even the lady's desire. It was God. Amen. We've seen it happen time. Things are beginning to take place. If you'll realize and you'll catch it, things are beginning to place. People are realizing, amen, the scripture says, speak to your mountain. And people are speaking. Amen, I seen a man of God stand there in a hospital room and speak. And my mother, who was in a very serious situation, he said, she'll be in this room tonight. Tomorrow she'll be in a step down. The next night she'll be home. And it happened exactly what it said it would be. What was it? It was inspiration, speaking. And God, back creation, the same power of creation was behind the promise. It's the same thing that happened when Brother George Winters walked into my dad's office. And he said something about the money for Japan. And dad just out of inspiration spoke and said, no, it'll be $10,000. And that's exactly what happened. Do we realize where we're at? Do we realize what kind of power is among us? It's time to start speaking the promise. It's time to start saying what will be. It's time you look that devil in the eye and you say, look here, devil, I'm not bowing to you no more. There's another power here. It's not by my might, but it's by his spirit, saith the Lord. It's ripe. It's back to him exactly like he was at the beginning, the same ministry. What was Jesus doing? He was speaking to those things. Tell that epilepsy devil, get out. And it left. Walked up to the maniac and said, and they, them demons begin to, why are you tormenting this for our time? And, and they said, leave. And they left. <laughs> said it had the same ministry. Only difference is it's a different body. Do we realize what power we have? Wow, y'all getting quiet on me all of a sudden. Do you realize what's among us? Yeah, who's among us? Who's moving in our midst? Who's asking, give me a chance? Give me a chance to prove my word. Let somebody reach out in faith. Give me a moment. Give me a chance. It's the same power. It's the same Holy Ghost. It's the same one that came on the day of Pentecost. It's the same God manifested today from glory to glory to glory. It's back to the original seed with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. With the same signs, with the same wonders, the same baptism, the same kind of people acting the same way with the same powers, the same sensations from glory to glory. And the next thing will be changed from this glory into a body like his own glorious body. Where we shall see him as Abraham saw him. Changed. Since Calvary, we're invited to share in his glory. Hallelujah, you've been invited 
to share in his glory. Amen. We've been invited. We're baptized into his body by one spirit. We've all been baptized by one spirit. We have become part of him. What was it? Inviting you to share in his glory. It's like a great symphony that's playing out or acting out a drama. Brother Branham said he watched one play one time with his daughter. He was acting it out and the music was playing. He was acting it out. See, that's the way that when you're baptized, baptized by the Holy Spirit into Christ. He said, many of you heard the great Russian composer composed Peter and the Wolf and how they act out the symbols and everything. Everyone knows a story and re- or that's reading off, they can hear it and they begin acting. It's a drama. They know every change. They know every moment. They know every stop. They know every beat. He says, now, what happens if the composer writes something we find out it just isn't exactly right. We find out there's something happens. There's something lacking. He who com- composed it, made it, wrote it up. Then the symphony begins playing it, and they hit a wrong note. There's something wrong somewhere. Maybe the director gave the wrong motion. Something happened. And he said, that's what's the matter today, my Lutheran brethren, Baptist brethren, Pentecostal brethren, all my brethren from all different denominations. You're trying to give a note that was hit back in the days of Luther. It was hit back in the days of Wesley. And actually the sheep music shows it's another day. And we can't live in the light of Luther. He was a reformer. We appreciate his part, but that's been played out. We're way over in the back of the book now. We can't play that out. We got to play what's our part out. He said, now the only way you've ever been able to do it, my brother, is this. The brethren of the world, different parts of the world, I might say, there's only one way for the director to do. He has to get in the same spirit that the composer was in. Hallelujah. He has to get in the same spirit that the composer was in. And when the church... And the symphony is watching the world, and, and it's watching for those signs and wonders, and you'll miss what the director is doing. Hello, somebody. He said, we all got to get in the spirit of the composer. He said, when they say the days of miracles are past, something went off somewhere. Wrong note. Amen. Wrong note. I don't move when that happens. That ain't, that ain't my message. He said, when it gets in the right swing of it and the right spirit of it, how are you going to do it until the spirit comes down of the composer? And when you say the days of miracles are, are past, and when the days of miracles never pass, he said, then the symphony cries out, amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, now what will you say? It is an orchestra that's taking place. It is the Spirit of God moving. And amen, the, the, the director, the preacher has to get in the spirit of the composer. But not only does the director have to be in the spirit, the symphony got to catch the spirit. When the symphony, when it, when, the, when it strikes out and it hits a certain note and it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the symphony cries out. Oh, yeah. The symphony cries out, amen, when it strikes and it says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The symphony cries out, I got it. 
There's no more guesswork then. The whole symphony is right in harmony with the word. Oh, it's a magnificent thing. The director and the composer must be in the same spirit. And so much so much the musicians be in the same spirit to act it all out. Oh, you got a part to play. You say, I can't play a lick on nothing. Well, you're a musician anyhow. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we, and it's, it is a wonderful thing. It's truly what he was talking about. Upon the high symbols and upon the loud sounding symbols and upon give praise to God. But we can bring it right down to you and your symbol. Some of us are loud. Some of us make different notes. Some of us make different sounds. But when we're in the spirit of the composer, what a wonderful thing. <laughs> Things are beginning to move. Hey man, that's what happened to Paul and Silas we spoke about last Wednesday. They got in the spirit of the composer. God had wrote this story and he had wrote it all out. And here they are and they could have entered into a foul spirit, a, long, a long, lonely spirit or depression spirit. But they got in the spirit of the composer. And they begin to respond to what the composer, it's me, Lord. I, I'm yours, Father. I know you're, I'm in your hands. They begin to worship God and the power of God fell down. And it loosed them from their bonds. And not only them, but all them around them. This is what happens when the symphony begins to play. I love a good church service because that's what it is. The composer comes down. He anoints the director. And the director begins to preach. And there's symbols out there. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Sick and preach out. And devils are running everywhere. Oh, yeah. Amen. He says, listen, he said, the, listen to this. This is back in his day. He said, the communism they talk about, he said, it's made me sick. He said, the integration and everything else preachers want to preach about and segregation, oh, mercy. All this nonsense when the coming of the Lord is at hand. He said, there's something wrong somewhere. He said, I'm afraid the director got out of the spirit of the composer. So when you get into all the worries and the frettings of today, and you can find a lot of it on Yahoo or MSN or Fox News, you can find all kind of worries. You can find every kind of thing to, to ting about and, to out and make all kind of weird noises about. Be off key. Because that's not our message. My message is not staying here. My message is not putting up stores and putting up things. And I'm preparing for a tribulation. I'm not prepared for a tribulation. I'm preparing for getting out of here. And the symphony says, amen. Hallelujah. It's not about staying here. It's about leaving here. So get your eyes off of current events and get them on Jesus Christ. The power of God that will lift you off of this earth. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, men of old were moved by the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, let the Holy Ghost move us. Let him move through our hearts and through our lives and through our fibers. God, move us. Maybe you've been singing a sire note. Let the Holy Ghost fall upon your life. Move us. Amen. You see two Chinese paper, pieces of paper will come together. You know what he's talking about? They tear them apart. They have to match exactly. They don't dovetail together. Something's wrong. He said, what we need today is directors 
that stays right with the word. Back and believe it just as he said it. Then you'll see God himself. You'll see an unveiling. You'll see the drama is real. Hallelujah. The drama is made real. Oh, you can see when the drama has been made real to some. Amen. They realize this ain't just uh, wowsy, wowsy, woos. They realize something's going on in our midst. I see God moving. See, but when, we, he's a, when they say he's a historical God, we knew, no, he crossed the Red Sea. Yeah, he did that. And he, the fire furnace, yeah, that happened. But not, what, not today. He, he can't do that. He said, what good is a God of history? What good is it? It isn't, isn't he the same yesterday, today, and forever? Man is ever glorifying God for what he did do. Maybe thinking of what he will do and ignore what he's doing. That's the devil. That's how he tricks you out of the blessings of God. It's what he, it's what he did with Brother Branham. He said, I gave my heart to the Lord a long time ago. But he said there was a spirit that hovered over me that said, wait a little longer. What was it saying? Next service. Next service. Next certain that care to never get here. The devil, he won't ever let you get next service. Amen. It'll always be out there somewhere. This is the day of deliverance. This is the day of salvation. On this day, I'm going to receive my healing. On this day, the devil's going to be defeated. On this day, I'm going to rise above my complexes and my fears and my anxiety and my anxiousness and all. All I'm rising above it. Why? Because I've been called to do so. I've heard something from a composer. Man is ever glorifying something back then. He said, let's get back and get the symphony playing right where they of the world can see. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from this earth, I'll draw all men unto me. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let the directors get in the right spirit. And then the musicians begin to move in the right spirit. Oh, Jesus. What kind of service can we have in the right spirit? Amen. We get some in the right spirit. There's some that's clapping and rejoicing, and some sitting over there doing this. Some doing, some clipping their fingernails. Oh yeah, that's the truth. I didn't heard from the cleaners. Know what you're clipping your fingernails in church for? Quit. Not the place. That's free. I don't know if you're getting nervous. Get happy. Biting your fingernails. Quit. We ain't got nothing to bite our fingernails about, do we, brother Joe? I will praise the mighty name of Jesus. He's the glory and the lifter of my head. He's my everything. He's my protector. What an awesome God we have. Amen. Amen. He said if we can get in the right spirit. What happened on the day of Pentecost? They got in one mind and one accord. It was the right spirit. They got in the spirit of the composer and God fell in their midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He said a true Christian is identified with what he's done in this generation. And not just in that we are identified with what he did with Moses. We're identified in Noah. 
We're identified in all those things. Amen. Amen. I was there on Mount Sinai. I was there when the thunder, I was there when the word was given to Moses. I was there because, amen, I'm identified with that. I was at the fiery furnace. I was out with Elijah with Mount Carmel. I was with John the Baptist. I was with the 12 disciples. I was identified with the beloved son when he said, I am pleased to dwell inside of him. I'm identified right there. Amen. I was identified in the grave of Lazarus when he raised up Lazarus. I was identified with the woman at the well when he turned her life around. Amen. I was surely identified with him in his death, but I'm also identified with him in his resurrection. Hallelujah. I was identified with the 120 in the upper room. I was identified. Oh, I feel religious right now. I was identified with him. I witnessed the mighty rushing wind and the tongues of fire that fell upon him. I was identified with them when they spoke in tongues and filled with the Holy Ghost. That's nothing to be ashamed about. Hallelujah. I was there when they assembled together in Acts 4 and the building shook with the power of the Holy Ghost. He's still the same God. I say, God, shake our hearts. Shake our temples, Father. Shake our lives, God. I've been identified with him. I'm identified with a group that knows he's been unveiled in this generation. That knows he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm identified. Oh, they might be called a bunch of heretics. It don't matter. I'm identified with them. Told this story before, but it's a wonderful experience there in Czech Republic. We went down into a big dark cave to look at all the cave formations. We seen some beautiful sights, me and Brother Danny and the brother that took us. We come up into this one little spot up here. Wasn't nothing there, but just dark. I mean, all the stalactites and everything, whatever. There's just knocked off and just, just nothing there. It's like, why are they stopping here? And this lady's talking in her native tongue, and I couldn't understand. And I asked the brother, what's she saying? He looked at me, kind of grinned. He says, this is where they say heretics had church. Well, I'm going to tell you. I wanted to speak in a language she couldn't understand. I'm identified with that moment. When they had to hide, to go into caves and places just to worship their Lord. We're identified with that. Oh, I could say something right here. Help me, Jesus. (laughs) When we stay out of church, we're not identified with that. When men came and gave their lives for this gospel. You have to be identified with that. I, I thought it was awesome. I just about shouted my whole way up, but we only took half the tour. It was another hour-long journey of on back down through the rest of the cave and we only had time for half so she said whoever's only doing the half you exit here me brother Danny and this other brother were the only three that went up while the others went on down through the cave it's like I'm identified with this because <laughs> I'm not staying here that three and a half years I'm not identified I'm gonna find no identification in the tribulation That's not who I am. And I don't believe that's who I'm preaching to tonight. I'm preaching to a people that at that moment, they're going to exit. 
Done with the tour. Done with Laodicea. Done with their troubles. Done with their problems. Done with their tormenting spirits. We're out of here. Hallelujah. There's a power that is in this bride that won't leave you where you're at. The same God that took you out of your sin and your problems and your situation is going to change that mortal body. Hallelujah. We're looking for the exit. There's an exit coming. We're looking for it. We're not riding this train all the way down. Amen. God is a morphe again, unveiled himself, making himself known to his people. The great king who laid aside his glory. Yet a little while, said the little while, the world will see me no more. But I'll be veiled to them. But you'll see me. For I'll be with you, even in you. All the way to the consummation. The end of the world. All the way changing from Luther to Wesley, glory to glory, I'm still the same God that lived. Going back to the original. He's broken every denominational sound barrier veil. The sound that says, oh, that's fanaticism, he broke right through it. The sound that says, oh, them people are crazy, he broke right through it. Oh, they ain't got nothing, a bunch of fanatics, he broke right through it. No such a thing as divine healing, he broke right through it. Oh, my, he stands here yet today, mighty conqueror. He broke down through the Methodist, the Baptist, the Presbyterian, every kind of veil. And he stands now among his people, unconquered by traditions. Let the people say what they want to, do what they want to, anything. But God comes down breaking through the sound barrier. And remember, they tell me when a plane really breaks through that sound barrier, there's no limit to its speed. And now we have got a word that has broken every sound barrier. That means there's no limit to his power. There's no limit to his healing. There's no limit to his deliverances. There's no limit to this God, for he's unlimited. There's no limit to what God could do right here in this service. To show this world. Amen. Is it not a world's fair, but a world revival that'll be filled and baptized with the presence of the living God in morphe, unveiling himself again in human flesh, broken every barrier, every veil, nothing can hide from his presence. When people get hungry in their hearts, there's a veil ready to be broke. You can just depend on that. He stands here today, the mighty conqueror. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That's our God. That's our God. Same in every detail, except his corporal body. Proven his word again in a bride church in the last days. Proven he's the same God today. Proven he has power over cancer. Proven he has power over brain bleeds. Proven he has power over deformities of the body. Proven he has power over sin and backslidden conditions. Proven he's the same today as he was yesterday. Amen. 
He's here to confirm it. He's here to do exactly what he said he would do. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. If his power isn't the same, and you say his gospel isn't the same, and the Bible says it's the same, God has defied every lying spirit and moved on with his Holy Ghost as he promised, and he's proved it to us. He's alive. I mean, he's alive. And we are benefactors of his resurrection. We share in his glory. Benefactors of his resurrection. Quickened after being dead in the world and sin and trespasses. He hath quickened us. His spirit brings the same life again on the earth. It's the spirit of God that raised up Christ. The body, the anointed body. If that spirit of God anointed that body in such a way that when that seed fell into the earth, he wouldn't just let him stay there. No. He said, by the same power, by the same signs, I'll be in you. And it'll also quicken your mortal body. Mercy. Let me just find a couple places here to bring this to an end. When that grain went down, began to rot, it came forth, began to ripen all the way up until life was in the grain again. Just exactly like the same grain that went into the ground. The same Jesus in bride form. It's the same power. It's the same church. It's the same word. It's the same word sucked up through all of this stalk, leaves, tassels, shuck, all the way up into the seed again. And the life has come and picked, and picked up its people and is forming into a head for the rapture. He said, you've been separated from your first union by spiritual death, but now you're born again. A new spiritual union, not of your natural life or the things of the world, but eternal life. That germ that was in the, you at the beginning found you. I'm so glad he found me. And a man that's been born of God, a son of God, has to have the nature of God. He has to be like God. He has to honor God. He has to live like God. He's part of the word of God. In these last days of this bride taking form, just exactly the same power that he was at the beginning is come out for the bride. He can't be anything else but that. Oh my, he said, now listen, let me bring it on down to you. He had people lay their hands upon each other. He said, now your hands on the people has got quickening power in them. If you've been quickened. How many has been quickened? It got quickening power in them hands. He said, have you ever come to life? Has the Christ become real to you? Has the power of God been manifested? Are you in that church? God's provided church. How are you in it? How do you know you've been quickened? Your whole thoughts, your whole being is in Christ now. And Christ is in the midst of his people. Proving himself alive. Proving that he's here in the days of Sodom. And with the hands of those people that their lives have been changed from street walkers, from drunkards, from prostitutes on the streets, to genuine saints of God quickened. Hallelujah, their hands are laying upon you now. They're in the church by Holy Ghost baptism. And the same power that was upon Elijah's bones, the same power now is laying upon your shoulders. Won't you just lay hands upon one another? Hallelujah. The same power is laying upon your shoulders. Amen. The same power is laying upon your hands. The same power is laying upon your heads. It's the same quickening power with him standing here proving that he's alive from the dead. 
showing himself that he's alive. He's now here doing the very same things that he did right then. Oh God, let life flow through the body. Let the quickening power of God, the same power that raised Christ from the dead, begin to flow through mortal bodies. Right now, I just begin to speak to him. Say, God, thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, it's the same power. It's the same vindication. It's the same word. Oh, glory to God. Healing is coming into the body. By the same power that had power upon some dead bones is now upon living oracles of God and it's flowing through the body. Satan, you are defeated. You have to take your hands off of God's property. Loose the children of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. It is the same power with the same signs and the same wonders. Right now, change your thoughts and expect to be healed. Expect to be delivered. Expect to be set free because he's the same God today. It's the same God that spoke to the woman at the well. It's the same God that spoke, amen, to the lives of an epileptic demon and said, get out of them in the name of Jesus Christ. It's the same one speaking tonight. It's the same composer speaking to a director. Now let the symphony respond. Amen. Yes, Lord. It's for me and my house. It's for my body, God. It's for me right now, Lord. Blessed be the name of God. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name. Let's come, musicians. Oh, my. I want you to stand to your feet and worship God for a moment. Hallelujah. Let the symphony re respond. Ought to be some clashing of some cymbals going on. Yes, Lord, I believe. That's nothing but the truth. Hallelujah. That's nothing but the truth. Hallelujah. Amen, Brother Tim, will you come up here and sing that song? I love it. My God is real. How many has witnessed a real God in even like tabernacle? Hallelujah. He's a real God with living signs and wonders. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Whoa, let the symphony respond right now. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. There are some things. Oh, Jesus.
Oh, 